movie to beer. Welcome. Hi. This is Dan Kapersky, and with us tonight we have our wonderful co-host. Randall. Blake. Yay. Here we are. So this was this is going to be a special episode. This is going to be our binge number one. So we decided to come at this a little different and binge a show over the course of the week and watch the last couple of episodes together. And in doing so, drink some beers along the way and then drink some beers tonight. And we're going to discuss briefly some of those beers, the goods and bads, mm-hmm. as well as this wonderful show that we watched called Devs. Yes. Directed by Alex Garland. Yes, it was most excellent. Ex Machina Annihilation writer of... The Bad Devil May Cry. Yep. And what other? What else did he write that was good? Uh, the, the 28 beach? Days Later. The, uh, the Beach. beach tra- yeah. With Leonardo beach. DiCaprio. Yeah, he wrote a movie Leo was in. I mean, come He's on. He's friends with Danny Boyle, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's not that old either. He's only like 50. 50 years old. Which is crazy because I'm like, God, in two years, I'm not going to be that that rich. <laughs> it's not about money. Well, I mean, you never know with, with the ad dollars about to roll in. Yeah. Well, come on, Dan. Write, write The Beach too. Oh, I could. The Beach inning. Never. <laughs> Okay. So let's talk about this wonderful uh, TV show called Devs. Oh, my God. Uh, I, we had watched it on demand. It was put out originally by, I believe, FX. FX via Hulu, yeah. And Hulu. Their big partnership. And unfortunately, we didn't watch it right away. Randall, you said you watched it right away. The rest of us did not. I've, I've seen it twice, the full series through. And then I watched the last two episodes with you guys tonight. And it was... As close as I'll get to rewatching it is watching it through you guys. It's amazing. It's a really good show. It's oh really my great. God. Um, Philosophical you know, in all the right ways. Amazing acting. I I can't think of any like negatives off the top of my head. It was really enjoyable. Very enjoyable. Like yeah. beer. Yeah. You could just keep drinking it. <laughs> Keep watching, keep watching. And we did. We I had a hard time not watching it all the way through when I sat down initially to watch it. I really wanted to just like watch them all, and it was like, no, we had agreed not to do that and hmm. hold off a little bit, and then watch it together at the end, and then we can actually talk about it, which we're doing now, which is great. Mm-hmm. I, I think I, that was the right way to do it. It, it really. I was. think so. I, the the show in and of itself, and and there may be some plot spoilers here, so we do apologize for that ahead of time. I'm not going to tell you to skip ahead. I don't think we're going to give any major plot spoilers out, but some of the things you can see online, it's been reviewed and and torn apart by lots of other people on YouTube and places you can read reviews of, so we don't necessarily need to dive that deep into it. But I do want to say that the writing is most excellent. The characters were very self-contained and had great storylines, and they, while some of them were short-lived, the ones that lasted the length of this series... You had a lot of emotions for them, either good or bad, oh, which is great absolutely. character development. I mean, I, I was really in tune with, I was like rooting for Lily the whole time. I was like, yay. Don't lie, Dan. You're a fan of Kenton. <laughs> you monster. Well, I, I actually like Stuart, who kind of plays a pivotal role at the very end. He's the older programmer because I've been that older programmer in yeah. an environment before, so I know what that's like. He's like, I'm the smart one here. Y'all are going to die. It's almost like a... like. Like speaking from experience, kind of thing. Yeah. Like I mean, I'll do it, but I can tell you right now, it's going to end up bad. I really like Lyndon. Yeah. Like just that whole like arc that Lyndon went on it was like I don't know what I want for this character, but I can't stop watching when they're on screen. Yeah. I, I dig it. I just want to see a show of those two guys. Yeah. Lyndon and Stuart. 
It's 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 called devs, but not actually. That, that's the shit. yeah. I was gonna say devs in lowercase, but uh, they're like the perfect odd couple. Well, I mean, and we talked briefly while we were watching this about he is the most free. Stuart is the most free yeah. character because he has no hangups other than his belief system that draws him to act appropriately in his own belief system. And mm-hmm. it's not predetermined. Well, it is, but it isn't. You know, and that's the whole thing. The predetermination of things in life. Are you on a ra- Are you on a, a fixed a fixed track? A fixed track, and the choices you make are already predetermined for you. And that's the gist of the whole show. And I, God, I hope not. It disagrees with itself quite well during the oh, show. Oh yeah, it gives you both sides. It's paradoxical. It is. Lyndon was nineteen years old in this show. Is yes. that what they said he was? I think yeah. that's how 19 year old. And Stuart it's like was 50, 60, he something like, like that. 60 something, something like yeah. That. He looked like he was in his 60s. Yeah. Which is such a good, like, tech coupling of, like, a cr- super young, like, a wonder, wonder kid. Yeah. And right. then, like, the, the grizzled vet who, like, knows what they're doing. And I, I, I love that yeah. pairing so much. I really appreciate how diverse the devs, you don't see them very often, but you do see the rest of the devs um, crew. Yeah, the, the programmers. That was a diverse group of folks in there. Yeah, people of all color and sizes and shapes and ages and yeah, wonderful place. I want to work at Devs. Well, <laughs> sounds I, like a great gig. Except I, for those. Did you see the bathrooms? I don't like the bathrooms. Uh, yeah, they're very. Oh, yeah, open. there were bathrooms. Not very private. Bathrooms. They were very, the, yeah. If I was going to critique anything, that's something I would critique and say no. I'd be into Devs working at Devs until the mind bending parts. Yeah, until people started killing each other. Yeah, that that's I might have less of a perk on the old. Uh, yeah, dev devs. If, if workforce. you're squeamish about people being killed on screen and and not caring that you don't care, then this is maybe not the show for you because they do have some yeah. sort of realistic, gory scenes. It's where, a little violent, you know. There's some violence, but it's it's not throughout the whole thing. It's just some very specific scenes around a specific character who is the head of security and that's his job is to do the violent yeah. stuff and it, it was pretty interesting when they started talking and and when they were so one of the scenes and i'm gonna plot spoil it a little bit they do go back in time they look at past events yes and they philosophically wax and wane about why are we watching this and why is this important and part of it is some conversation about technology. I mean, the, the same cave was used for cave paintings for over 5,000 years. And yet today, in our current generations, even generation to generation, changes within our own technology and our own lives occur on such a rapid pace now, it's hard to keep up with, even if you are in the know. My age, my age group saw VHS, then DVDs, then streaming... And in music, we saw I had a cassette tape player, and then a CD player, yeah, and then an MP3 player, then an iPod. <laughs> like it's it's just been leaping ahead, and I did like that aspect of the technology in the show. Uh, very like grounded, but like that thing where they say uh like in the distant future instead of saying an exact date, it's like this will happen pretty soonish. Yeah. Do you guys have a favorite quote or line from the show? I wish I could remember the poetry that was said by Stuart because that was really meaningful. The one that was asked, like, who is that? Philip Larkin. Yeah. I w- that sounded really amazing and very uh, cathartic towards the situation where, you know, we're all in the situation and we can't change it, but yet you want to. And there it is, is a no pretty way. poem. Yeah. Um, 
I, I like the question or what Lyndon said before he died was why ask a question you already know the answer to. Like, would you ever ask a question if you already knew the answer? That's mm-hmm. called insanity. You would keep asking the same question, hoping for a different answer. Just as insanity rules, you keep doing the same thing, hoping for a different outcome, even though you know what the outcome already is going to be. Philip Larkin looks like he could have worked at Devs. Yeah, he's a total geek. Nerdy dude. Worked at a library his whole life. <clears throat> wow. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a subtle, subtle nerd burn. So, nerd so burn. there's there's been comparisons um, devs to say Westworld, the current episode of Westworld, which covers technology and advancements in technology, and what does that mean for mankind and humankind, and do machines have the right to be autonomous and have their own, you know, an ex, ex machina? One of his previous films also really specifically covers this this is kind of an extension of that a little bit where we're like what happens when we integrate with technology in a way where we don't know the difference we we get laser arms dan we get laser cannon (laughs) arms and rocket boot feet and i can walk my robot dog in zero g duh oh shoot oh yeah yeah and she was reading colossus by sylvia plath have you read that i have long time ago though did that actually happen in the show i don't remember that yeah she was reading it Sitting in bed while they, they we're sitting here flipping through some of the reviews, looking at like insider.com. Oh, yeah. Insider.com had some really interesting things uh, to point out if you missed them while you're watching the show because it goes by kind of fast. I like that they pointed out that that shirt is light and breathable. Yeah, they, and if you you have a hard time watching shows that are very dark, visually dark, like there's a lot of not very lit scenes. There's a lot of darkness in this show. I know Westworld was that in about half of it. It's really hard to watch on like a laptop. I watched most of the episodes on a laptop, so I had yeah, a hard time kind of to push the you know the brightness up a little bit. I know you were saying on like your phone and stuff like that. You got to like, oh, I can't see it. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch this on my phone, but I did uh, prop the laptop up and turn the lights off to the room and just watched earbuds in. And then when we watched the last two on a TV, I was like, oh, I should have been doing this the whole time. So again, this, if you understand string theory or a little bit about the multiverse and like if you've seen Marvel movies in the, you know. I understand string of, theory, Dan. There's red string, blue string, green string. Yes. Duh. Yes, I know. All right. So we, we digressed a little bit in trying to talk about, well, where else in, in the movie and cinema and TV genres has this idea of multiverse? And like mm-hmm. there's multiple outcomes. Every decision creates a separate in, infinite level or diverse set of universes. And, and the our timelines and and the idea was you can never go back to the timeline you left because nope. you've now changed it once you leave. So what happens when it's a simulation and the simulation knows it can't be wrong, but then it discovers it can be wrong, and that's the whole point of this whole show is hey, what happens when you discover that things aren't what you thought they were going to be? You can no longer predict the future. You can no longer do anything other than live your life. Like you are partaking, like you are a passenger. What did he say? That you're just viewing life as it goes by. Uh, yeah, you're just you're not a participant. You're just watching it happen. Yeah, you're just watching life go by. And listeners, don't worry. My brain is also cracking in half. Yeah, it's it's a good show. It, it and we briefly talked about while we were watching it how the technology parts of it are described pretty well. They don't describe the machine. They don't describe the coding. They talk about theory. They talk about the application of the theory a little mm-hmm. bit and how it works and doesn't work. And there are some really also very interesting side annotations uh, that are discussed amongst the developers as they're watching the past and then they watch the future and they're like, you're breaking the big rules. You're not supposed to watch the future because you, kn- you shouldn't know what the future does. Yeah. But they do. <laughs> Plot spoil. 
So I think that covers the show pretty well. I'm, yeah, I'm really excited to talk about it. It's a these, good show. Uh, we should watch it. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's hard, watch to, it. it's hard to review. It's hard to really sum it up in, in a few minutes, but stylistically, it's it's beautiful. It's like watching one long eight hour film. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like a show. I don't think they'll bring it back for another season. I can't imagine. I, I yeah. feel like it would cheapen it would. whatever we've already been given. Yeah. Just yeah. one and done. Do, have, do another project, Alan Garland, please. Alex Garland? Alex Garland. He please, do more projects. Yeah, he should do more stuff. Uh, so now we, we can say that we say, watch this show. Watch the show. What should they drink with it, guys? That's the real question. All right. So if we, if we were going to have a commercial... Or have a, a midpoint spot. This is where it would happen, and you can now do your commercial spot if you'd like to do your commercial spot. Hold on, let me. Okay. All right. Do it. This is Blake from Universe A. Now I'm Blake from Universe B. Yeah, I'm Blake from Universe C. We're here to sell you tires. What? <laughs> oh God, he's eating us. Oh, we're dead. Uh, multiverse. Oh shit. The tires. I fell apart. <laughs> I'm, I sell doors. <laughs> Fakedoors.com. Fakedoors.com. Yeah, Universe C. Blake just. Is a straight up cannibal. It's bad. Yeah, that's fine. That, that, that was the yeah. That's all, yeah. yeah. I want to talk about the beers. <laughs> <laughs> is this film a downer? The show? Yeah. No. No. Eh, it no. Could, it could, I could see this being. It's not. It's not uplifting. Yeah. No. I mean, it doesn't really. It, it doesn't have a positive ending. People suck. Our creations suck. Watch out. At least Lily kind of gets happiness. Shrug? Sure. Well, yeah. I think. Sort of. All right, so now that we've had a chance to discuss this wonderful TV show that we binged called Devs, we're going to now briefly discuss the various beers that we enjoyed while we were binging it, as well as while we watched it at the very end. None of which were downers. None of which were downers. Uh, We did have a few beers that were good. We had a few beers that were okay, and then we had maybe one or two out of all the ones that we picked that went with it okay. Yeah, yeah, it's tough to pair with a show. It's... You should have something, but it's it's tricky. I don't think they drink beer in the show, so we can't really pull anything off of that. And you don't really see them no, very uh, often. There, there's a scene where Jamie and Lily are at a bar drinking beer. Are they? Remember when... when oh, Lily's right, like, when she first I need your down. help. And mm-hmm. he's like, wait a second. You want me to help you break into your ex-boyfriend's phone? He didn't like that at first. That's true. He brought the beers and she didn't touch it. She just walked yeah. away. Rude. Totally rude. rude. I wonder what they were drinking. Probably some Shitty San Francisco beer. Yeah, price of milk. Yeah, do they have good beer in San Francisco? Uh, Where the the show takes place, the beer scene has changed. Has it? I would say the last time I was down there about five years ago, it was pretty bad. Hmm. And I I cringe when I say bad because there was like two breweries out of the twelve we went to that had okay beer. Oh wow, you guys went to a lot of breweries. Yeah, well, it wasn't just San Francisco; it was San Francisco proper. So we went down south of it a bit and over to Oakland and tried to find what we could. We we purposely spent a few days seeking out breweries, nice, only to be pleasantly shocked that they were most of them not good. But our friend Stan went down there a year or two ago, and he said that it's changed quite a bit. He's he had nice. a really good time. A number of the breweries he went to were quite good so i have faith they've changed cool tech bros learned how to drink let's talk about some good beers that went with this film right on so each of us had an opportunity to drink some beer while we were watching it Mm -hmm. uh and again you know i i think that the beers that we selected to actually bring to the last watching of the last yeah. couple of episodes worked I think better than the other ones I had the Rosenstadt Hell and i th- trying to remember the other one off the top of my head now uh, I, I know I had a uh, uh, a Freem Pilsner 
I was, I was like finishing that up when we started the first of the two final episodes, episode yeah. seven. So, that so the beer, okay. so, so the beers that you didn't like though, that you watched or that you drank while you were binging yeah, it though. Based on my recommendation, if you're going to watch devs, I wouldn't recommend as amazing as they are. I would not recommend the 10 barrel swill for this. It was, it's cause it's so like flavorful and sweet and tasty. It, it distracts from the show. I was drinking like, well, I'm drinking this beer and now I'm watching I'm drinking this beer. And now I'm watching. Yeah. Yeah. You got to pay attention to the show. Like Swill will go something a little lighter, like a like a comedy or something. Yeah. Uh, and then the Phaser Hazy, got it in one. Uh, again, really tasty. Just not for devs. Yeah. There's too much like. There's kick. a lot going on with that beer. There is a lot yeah. going on with that and beer. The, and and you're already. I'm already trying to grapple with the the philosophy. Phil, good lord, <laughs> the ph- philosophies of the show, the determinism and free will, and just seeing how it works with all the the thriller and drama stuff. I, I can't be distracted by my beer. Yeah. And while, you know, those breweries make great beer, you know, oh, Timberland yeah. makes great beer and Ecliptic makes great beer, not for this show so much. Yeah. Like I said, I, I did 10 barrel, or I mean, sorry, 10 barrel, I did Rosenstadt Hellas to start, mm-hmm. had a couple of those, and I also had one of the Freem Pilsners yesterday, when I, or two days ago when I was finishing up the, the nice. next to last episode before we watched. And tonight, we did the Freem IPA, which is a standard West Coast IPA, and yeah. the Freem Pilsner again. And I think those two, I think, run really well while the flavor profiles are a little different. They're not, they both have a decent forward flavor profile, a little bit of acidity, definitely hop forward. One a little lighter than the other, but both mm-hmm. have about a similar malt characteristic. The The Pilsner obviously is going to be a little bit more crackery, and the um, IPA is going to be a little bit more bready, but I think both went really well. Nice, nice. And then, Randall, you had a, a different one than that. Yeah, you had Which the, one um, was that? I had the Ancestry Hazy. Ancestry Hazy Pale. It was good. And that's a thinner beer, too, and it doesn't actually look very hazy, and it has no. a thinner profile, and, I, and it's not stupid juicy upside your head. So You want something really easy to drink, especially if you binge this in one or two sittings. You're going to probably want a few beers. Yes. Which is it's easy to do. Like it's Dan and really, both yeah. said, we had trouble stopping to watch the last two all together. Mm-hmm. It was like, I yeah. got to hold off. Yeah, definitely. You, so, Randall, do you think your beer matched the show pretty well, or just it was a good yeah, beer? Yeah, you good know, show? this was the third time I saw the show, and I was just like, it gave me a chance to really enjoy the beer, you know. And so, that's a good um, way to look at it. W- would I have drank this on my first viewing? I think on my first viewing, I had some sort of IPA, hmm. and it was a bit loud. I can see that citrusy. What was yeah. it? It's like a sun. I don't know. I don't remember what it was. Anyways, but it was really just yeah, really me in the face yeah mm-hmm. you don't want something super acidic Mm-mm. you want something that's got a little flavor that's going to balance a little bit yeah. and it and that will help you enjoy watching the show and enjoy what you're drinking i feel like the colors of the show kind of help matt pick out mm. the beers too there's nothing really like bright and like loud about it. everything was a little muted yeah mm-hmm. even there, like the scenes that were like bam whoa it's still just like a very calm Almost just calming while like horrible things are happening on screen. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of color ad- adaptations that they did to tell yeah. mood and kind of just like mute it a little bit because life is all predetermined, so it's all muted. It Except little, for a couple yeah, of the scenes it was, where it's very it was dark. orange and bright. Mm-hmm. It was dark. It reminded me a lot of uh, David Fitchner's work, actually. Oh yeah, yeah. You they, know, all the greens love, and yellows. He loves and, blue filter. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> I almost watched Fight Club the other night. I have it. I haven't seen that in years. Yeah, that would be I, a good. Some of those, some of these beers would be great for Fight Club. Yeah, so, there would be. Yeah, 
So I highly recommend um, finding a beer that you like that is not going to distract you. You don't want to do anything super heavy like a stout or I could a see a, sour. I could see an Irish red working with this movie, possibly. Yeah, if it's, movie, if it's got the show. balance. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it, it feels like a movie, and that's the thing. is it, mm-hmm. it captures your attention. You know how everyone freaked out about Westworld when it first came out? Yes. That's the same thing. You're mm-hmm. going to freak out. You're going to be like, I just want to keep watching this. If you could snap one beer out of existence and put it into a different universe, never to mm. see it again. Oh, what did I drink the other day? What would you get rid of? A PBR. The PBR? Pr- the prick- <laughs> this beer called Prickly oh, Pear. Oh, man. Prickly Pear. Prickly Pear. I was so angry. I was Ex-Novo? like, oh, this will be fun. It sounds like Ex Novo's I bear. think. It's on my own tap, but it was like mm. Prickly Pear. I was like, oh, let me try this. I hate this. Right. I actually poured it out. And I almost never pour out beer. Yeah. You think in some universe there isn't beer? Oh, those poor bastards. In one of the multiverses? That would really suck. What do you think? Instead of beer, they they eat tree bark. (laughs) Or chew on tree bark. They get high from tree bark. I know they lick on toads. They they, they, they find a fungus to chew on. Hey, bros, bros, go to the toad bar. And in those ads, it's a three beer can saying Budweiser. Welcome to Movie and a Toad. (laughs) I want to meet those guys. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, no, it'd probably be Budweiser, not PBR, if I could snap something out of existence, because that beer is even worse. It's like getting rid of water. Yeah, pretty much. Well, that is a lot of water. Mm-hmm. It's like ninety-eight percent water. I only drink Bud. I only drink Bud Light to sober up. Some hilarious meme I saw once. Yeah. All right. So. So yeah. We I, we 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 all definitely agree to. You know, th- well, we all definitely agree that this is a lighter beer movie. Yeah. You don't want anything yeah. super heavy. And there I go again. This is. We all agree that this is a lighter beer show that you would enjoy oh my God, it's I not a movie it. i do keep i you just said it now i'm saying people it. don't listen to to they don't want to hear what they expect to hear they want to hear all the little mistakes and the yeah. errors and to, to, garb. because no perfect simulation would ever say any of this well we are just in a simulation you know okay everybody say the most random thing you could say right now just to prove we're not in a simulation wub dub dub that's pretty good flarb <laughs> flarb well, this is the first thing that came to mind, but it was the most random. Yeah. Uh, Big Bird. Big Bird. <laughs> Snuffleupagus. So, yeah. Uh, We're this not is, This is a challenging show. <laughs> if you don't geek out on, you know, kind of techie stuff, it may be a challenge to watch. The writing is excellent. The characters are really good. The actors are fairly tight. They don't oh, vary yeah. much from their acting if from you want the escape, characters. But if you want a good ex- escape, this is a good escape show. Yeah, and if I'd you're, agree with that, if you're yeah. going to binge a few episodes at a time, definitely yeah. find a beer that you like that's lighter, that's not going to distract you too much, mm-hmm. but something that has some body. And you know, you don't have to. They're probably not going to make a second season, so you don't have to like commit, right? This is just like it's eight episodes. Yeah, it's yeah. fifteen eight. minutes each. Well, yeah, about you'll 15. be done in half a day. Yeah, and you'll have a great hangover the next day. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely will. All you right, get a beer. Watch out for that hangover. Yeah. So. I'd like to thank you for listening to this wonderful episode. Do you guys have anything else before we close it off? Any last thoughts? I was just going to say, I think we tackled it. The multiverse Uh, is real. It is real. Just like these dice, and if I roll them, they'll both be zeros when they... Oh, one and a four, they weren't zeros. All right, so I'm I'm chewing my tongue off to not talk about that one episode of Community. Yes. Where it's a whole episode. It's just a six-sided die making a bunch of timeline. I'll I'll just stop. Yes. (laughs) You're confusing us even more. I'll I'll convince you guys to watch a community in a big run and do it for the show. All right. So so if you do decide to binge, please Mm -hmm. be responsible in your drinking and imbibing. And if you don't drink beer, drink something else. Find something you like. But remember to drink a lot of water while you do it. Hydrate or dihydrate. Remember, you you have a choice, everyone. 
This is not a simulation, although it probably is a simulation. The fact you're really pitching the no simulation might mean it's a simulation. Yes. You you are speaking simlish now. Yeah, there you go. We are in a life of sims. All right, so thank you all very much for watching Moving a Beer. This has been Dan Kapersky, and this has been Blake Randall. And we'd like to thank you all for listening tonight. And as always, the opinions expressed during the taping of this podcast are those of the hosts and the simulation, and in, in the simulation way. So, <laughs> please stay tuned for other episodes. And thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one.